No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Ezekiel receives a vision of the throne of God and he falls on his face. He is called to go to rebellious Israel and declare God's words whether they hear or not. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Ezekiel chapter 1 on Simply the Bible. While at the river Kibar on the outskirts of Babylon, from a whirlwind, Ezekiel received a vision of four living creatures or cherubim as bright as molten metal. Their wings were outstretched, touching each other so that they together formed a square. Beneath them were four chariot wheels with eyes on the rims. The wheels would go in four directions laterally and then up and down. This was a heavenly chariot that moved as fast as lightning at the direction of the Lord. It represented the providence of God as he worked throughout time and space. Now above these living creatures was a firmament or an expanse. We continue in Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 22 to see this awesome vision that Ezekiel had. The likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. To Ezekiel, the appearance of this expanse was like the color of awesome crystal, like ice crystals glistening in the sun. Now, this description is similar to what John described in Revelation 4. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. So it seems that this translucent pavement of shimmering crystal is before and beneath the throne of God and even in this heavenly chariot. And under the firmament, their wings spread out straight one toward another. Each one had two which covered one side and each one had two which covered the other side of the body. It seems that in this depiction of the heavenly chariot, the firmament or pavement is supported by the four living creatures. Each has two wings spread out straight and touching the wings of two other living creatures at the corners of the square. It uses its other two wings to cover its body. As we said yesterday, in humility. When they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of many waters, like the voice of the Almighty, a tumult, like the noise of an army. And when they stood still, they let down their wings. So Ezekiel is hearing the propulsion system of this heavenly chariot that was propelled by the wings of these four cherubim. And when they stopped, they put their wings down. A voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings. So Ezekiel also heard a voice now coming from above the firmament. And above the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne in appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man High above it. You will notice that he uses the terms appearance and likeness quite a bit. It probably indicates 
that he did not see the throne of God directly, for no one can see God and live. But rather, he saw the glory emanating from the throne. The throne appeared to him as a sapphire stone, which is the color of a clear blue sky. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw, as it were, the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around. Now, the man that Ezekiel sees is high above the throne. His waist and torso were bright as molten metal. And he had the appearance of fire all around and within him from his waist down. Daniel's description of the heavenly throne is similar. In Daniel 7, 9, we read, I watched till thrones were put in place, and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. Now it is possible that the man that Ezekiel saw on the throne was a pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ. Verse 28, like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the brightness all around. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice of one speaking. Ezekiel clarifies that what he was seeing was the likeness of the glory of the Lord. The rainbow, he mentions, reminds us of John's description of God's throne. Revelation 4, 3 says, And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance, and there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Of course, the rainbow speaks of God's grace, his promise never to destroy the world with the flood waters again. Now, Ezekiel was so overwhelmed by the vision that he fell on his face which is often the reaction that people have when they truly see God's glory. Chapter 2, And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. Then the Spirit entered me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet, and I heard him who spoke to me. Now, even though Ezekiel was overwhelmed and he planted his face in the dust, yet that is not where God wanted him to be. And so often God will just say, Fear not, you know, stand up, get on your feet. And it's as a man gets up to his feet that God can then strengthen him and use him. And it's interesting here that the spirit entered me when he spoke. And there is something about hearing the words of God and the spirit of God entering us. I've heard that revival is described as the spirit of God coming upon the people of God through the word of God. And certainly Ezekiel uh, would be revived in one sense in his spirit to now begin to do the work of a prophet. And he said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day, for they are impudent and stubborn children. I am sending you to them, and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, as for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet 
has been among them. So God was calling in Ezekiel to a rebellious nation. He wanted Ezekiel not to have such high hopes that they were going to listen to him because they hadn't been listening to him. They were stubborn. And now Ezekiel would speak primarily to the captives in Babylon, but his prophetic ministry would reach beyond that to the entire house of Israel. Now, God said, whether they hear it or not, they will know that a prophet has come. And so it was more important to God that the word go forth from the prophet than that they would respond to it. And the reason was not that God didn't want them to respond to it, but that he just simply knew that they had been a rebellious house of hard hearts. And just as with Jeremiah there in Jerusalem, the people would not listen and they wouldn't listen to Ezekiel either. But God was still going to go on record and they would know that a prophet, a true prophet of God had been among them. I think that's interesting because You know, when God gives to us his word to speak, he's not so concerned about the reaction of people, and we shouldn't be concerned either. We should simply be faithful to declare the message that he gives to us and leave the results with the Lord. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words. Though briars and thorns are with you, and you dwell among scorpions, do not be afraid of their words or dismayed by their looks. Though they are a rebellious house, who shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Now, it's interesting that Ezekiel is called son of man 93 times in this book. And it does speak of the fact that he was just an ordinary human being that God was using for this prophetic work. But he said, don't be afraid of them. Just speak my words to them. And it would seem that Ezekiel really was quite firm in delivering the word. There's no indication here that he was ever afraid to deliver the words of God to the people. But God said, you need to deliver my words and not be rebellious like the people that you are speaking to. So open your mouth and eat what I give you. (laughs) And this is sort of interesting, as we shall see here, this thing of eating the word of God. Verse 9, Now when I looked, there was a hand stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. Then he spread it out before me, and there was writing on the inside and on the outside, and written on it were lamentations and mourning and woe. And so here is the book being handed to him, presumably from the hand, which would be God or Christ. And there is this scroll that has writing on the inside and the outside. Now, that's unusual because usually it would just be on the inside. And so the idea here is that the message would be full. Ezekiel would not be able to add to it, but it was a message of lamentations, mourning and woe because God was going to bring judgment upon the house of Israel, upon Jerusalem. And at least in the beginning part of Ezekiel, it was a lot of lamentations, a lot of judgment. But we will see that in the latter part of Ezekiel, there is hope of restoration. Chapter 3. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, eat 
what you find. Eat this scroll and go speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that scroll. And he said to me, son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate and it was in my mouth like honey in sweetness. Okay, so now when he tells him to eat the scroll, the idea is to devour it, to assimilate it, to really take in, take into the heart the words of God. And so Ezekiel said that he opened his mouth, he ate the scroll, and as he ate, it was in his mouth like honey in sweetness. And the idea here is not the content of the scroll because it was a content of lamentations and mourning and woe. But it was the idea that just receiving the word itself is sweetness to the soul. And that is true. At any point, whenever we receive the word of God, knowing that it is coming to us from God, it has that sense of encouragement, of comfort, of strengthening to us. And it is sweetness. It might even be a rebuke. It might be a difficult message. But when you know that it is coming from God and it is really because of his love for you, it is as sweetness to the soul. And we will end it there as uh, we will see that God was giving to Ezekiel here now the commission to be a prophet and was going to equip him to do it as well. And we'll get into that tomorrow. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that the Spirit takes Ezekiel to the captives in Babylon. God commissions him to be a watchman for Israel. He will be mute for a time, but then God will open his mouth to speak. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible.